Welcome to Knowledge and Nonsense. This is episode three. It's your hosts, Ron and Big Mike in the building. Hey, Mike. (laughs) How you doing today, man? Um, Terrible. 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 Fantasy is causing me a lot of stress. I'm re-losing all my hair. Um, Oh, you're re-losing. Wait, do you have, are you losing your beard hair now? I'm starting to see a little gray. Like I don't know if it's gray or if it's just shiny, cause like you know, <laughs> used oil it up. But I don't know, man. I'm stressed. Chris is, Chris is a very uh, formidable opponent. Yeah, he is. He's like the, I guess the the standard for our league, man. Three time champion. So I understand the stress. I'm how not many, feeling it though. How many seasons did we have yet? How many seasons we played? Um, we started in 2013 and. Last year, there was no champion, but this is the eighth season, basically. Okay, so we actually had seven seasons where we crowned, and he had three. So he's yeah, that's a lot. Wow. Yeah, we got to stop him. Yeah, right. I know. It's sad, man. How's your matchup? Um, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling a lot better than I did last week, um, but I still see that we're a little bit close. So I need to solidify this. He's not going to back down. I know this guy from previous fantasy leagues. So it's going to be tough to the end. But I'm excited because I I, I think I do have a chance to win and make it to my first finals. Look at Ron being so modest. If you guys heard Ron uh, the other day, oh my goodness, the way how Ron was talking. Jeez, Ron's out here talking about how if he wins, he's going to uh, deliver flowers at all of our houses, how he's going to do a video chat and pretty much laugh at us and make fun of us. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yo, it was only a retaliation to you guys talking shit. That Ron, was I it. didn't say anything, though. You and Chris were talking, man. Just stop this, man. And I was you talking always to bring Chris. up the fact that you got rings. You always bring up the fact you got rings. I had said, I am going to leave this call. And then you guys started talking about, oh, we're better than you. We're champions. Blah, blah, blah. No, Get out of here, man. no, Ron. What happened was because you were leaving, we said that, okay, perfect. Now, all, now everyone in this chat are champions so we can have a champion talk. That's what was said. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. So then that that is so nice of you guys to say, right? Yeah. I, 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 Ron, if I win, if I win, I'm going to have an exclusive champion talk. I'm only going to have 2021's champions in my group chat. <laughs> You're going to be lonely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But like, I'm, I'm, I'm actually pretty excited. So I think I have a chance to at least make it to the finals. And then at that point, I'll take my chances at a championship. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Worst case scenario, you know, you get back your money that you put in a pot. So that's what I'm focused on. You know, let me at least break even, <laughs> worst case, because my team is hurting. Yeah, um, I actually forgot to set my rosters in my other fantasy league one day, and I lost. And that is just, it's devastating, but we'll see whatever happens, man. I just need to win this one. I, I need to. But I, did you end up watching the UFC? Ron, I don't uh, I don't believe in violence. What is this, man? What are you talking about? I don't did believe you, in violence. Did you see anything about it? Like any of the highlights? Did you watch it? I saw one, two highlights, but that was it. I, Did was, you was see cringy. the two broken like, legs? That's crazy, though. 
I I know that there was the girls fighting. The the two females, sorry, were fighting. But yeah, so yeah. Valentina Shevchenko, champion, mm. Thug Girls Namajunas, champion, um, and Kamaru Usman, champion. They they those guys are just dominant, all of them. And then the two previous fights, they were kind of bad because both the guys broke their legs. Yeah. Um, it was like I don't know. It was just nasty when you saw it, but. It's I guess it's part of fighting, you know. Anything is possible when it comes to injuries. So was it like a kick around the leg and then it caused it it caused a break or yeah. how was so it? So the first fight, the guy kicked the guy in the like leg and his knee buckled. So he mm. couldn't even stand up. So like when he was walking, his knee just kept buckling. I, I think it's like an LCL MCL sprain. And then the second one was nasty. Um the guy that broke his leg a few years ago, Anderson Silva, I'm pretty sure you know of him. He kicked his leg, broke his leg. Okay? Now this same guy that Anderson Silva broke his leg on goes, kicks his opponent, and then breaks his leg in the same spot. Would that like, be considered like karma? It, you know, Honestly, I, I don't wish that upon anyone, but it was weird because that's the first ever fight that somebody won without delivering any strikes. Jeez. Yeah, it was. It's unfortunate, man. But hopefully he gets better soon. Yeah, but I'm not worried about that fight. I'm worried about the Floyd Mayweather fight. Jeez. I don't get it, man. Like T-B-E. honestly, sports. Oh my god! Like sports are so like exciting when you see people at the top of their game fighting against each other. I don't understand why people love seeing these Paul guys fight. And now Mayweather is entertaining this. He's one arguably one of the greatest boxers of all time. And this no, guy's no, no. fighting. He's, he's arguably one of the greatest. No, Ron, he never he's lost. Fighting. He's the greatest. I just feel like if you're that great, you should not cheapen your legacy and fight these I'm not going to say it, but these amateurs. <laughs> Ron, this is how I see it. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter what legacy. You can leave all the legacies you want, but at the end of the day, it's whoever is in the media. They control your legacy, right? Look no, at, not for me. Not for me. When I watch these guys, I know who I think the best is. But that's I'm not going to listen to it's, these media people. But Ron, that's the thing. It's all opinionated, right? You, I, My top 10 greatest of any sport is probably going to be different than your top 10 of any other of all the sports. Right. So at the end of the day, who really cares what people say? If you know, you're great, you know, the only thing that you can't, that people won't argue is the amount of money you have. And he's getting a few good millions for this. So I don't see anything wrong. Hey, Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather get paid, right? Regardless of what everyone's saying, get paid. He's just giving these guys way too much clout. Like, I just, I remember asking you this before. If LeBron, would you, like, if LeBron James gave me a chance to play basketball against him one-on-one, -on -one, would you watch that? Because I know you, I'd watch it, yeah. Yeah, but, like, if you didn't know me, would you actually try to watch that? I'd be like, yo, who's this, who's this, who's this chump trying to play King James? Let me watch this. Let me see this whoop it. And that's not why I watch sports. So I guess you and I are both different, you know, people when it comes to this stuff. I just don't like, like, people that, like, I hold 
in high esteem when it comes to like their craft when they're fighting people that aren't that high they're actually giving him a chance but he's reached the level that he's reached it doesn't make sense to me it doesn't he's not even he's barely an amateur and the one of the greatest boxers of all time is giving him a chance the greatest boxer of all time Ron. I don't like to say greats because I look at it by eras and I feel like each era has their greats. So he's one of the greatest in this last era, but I don't know what's going on with him. He's given a show. It's for the fans. At the end of the day, the fans help create the revenue for these athletes. So we got to just do, we got to, they got to give what the fans want to see and the fans want to see this. So I well, I definitely will not be spending any money on this. If I see even a snippet, I'd be lucky. Jeez, man. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh man, I'll, but like I'll, I'll be watching this fight. Yeah, you can go ahead. Waste your money too, man. Watch it. Um, what about Stephen A. Smith, man? Have you been seeing a lot of his takes, man? He's getting a bit uh, carried away, in my opinion. Uh, Stephen A. Always been loud spoken i would use that phrase and he's he has a very very strong personality um again that's what helped him get to where he is right now uh and the thing about it too is he has so many connections yes i understand he's not an athlete but he has so many connections with the players um where he's texting and calling the players he even has uh there's even proof of players saying, hey, if it wasn't for Stephen A., I wouldn't be here. So, you know, I guess he has the the the, the marks, the stripes to comment and to act the way how he acts. I don't, I, like, I, I respect all that he's done in terms of getting to the point that he's gotten to. But some of his takes recently are just getting a bit out of hand. Like the whole debacle like with Ky- Kyrie Irving, the whole debacle with that. One week he's the best player, most exciting player to watch. The last, the next week he should retire. The next week this team is not going to do anything. The next week Kyrie Irving is probably the best player on the team. Like it's just like every week he changes. Then he's making comments about how Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant are regretting not playing for the Knicks. Then he makes a comment saying that Russell Westbrook, the only reason why he's performing this season is because of the commentary I made insulting him or insulting his play. It's just like cringeworthy whenever I see these things. It's just like, can we just focus on watching the sports and just enjoy what we're seeing? If a player is being bad, just yeah, you, if you want to call him out, fine. But like when he turns it around, now you're taking credit for it. Like every day, like I like we, we, you know, we love sports. Our group chats always post these things, and they're always like you see all these things about Stephen A. says this, Stephen A. says that. It's just getting out of hand. He just needs to relax. You know, he's done all this legwork. People watch him. People like what he puts out there. But now he's just getting. He's becoming a bit of a caricature, man. It seems like. But Ron, if if you gotta remember, this guy works for ESPN arguably the biggest sports news outlet out there um, worldwide, right? And yes, he made those comments. Ron, you got to remember, people's opinions change, right? If you, if you play five games one week, 
and you win all five games, and then the following week you play four games and you lose all four games, opinions are going to change. So that's the that's how sports, that's how it is in sports, right? Everyone's opinions change daily, weekly, monthly. It's constantly always changing. Regarding people- the whole Russell, the whole regarding the whole Russell Westbrook thing, Ron, a if he made those comments, remember when Stephen A. talks on his TV shows and his platforms athletes hear it and if russell westbrook russell westbrook played better after those comments it probably did have an effect on him it quite possibly could have but like i'm just saying like you should be above this when you reach a certain level you don't need to keep beating this drum trying to go viral like that that it's kind of like this floyd mayweather you know comments that i made i just feel when you reach a certain point you just got to start acting like it Stop doing all this showboating, you know, tearing people down. Like Floyd Mayweather, like he's one of the greats. Don't give these nobodies an opportunity, you know, to step up. It's just, I don't know. It it seems like now because everyone's looking for money or celebrity, they're cheapening things that used to be held in high regard. Yeah, he's he's good. He's good. What I don't see him doing anything wrong. He's saying the right thing sometimes yeah he could maybe be a little extreme like i didn't like the fact that he mentioned uh russell westbrook's wife uh in his take yeah she might have fired back but he fired back first you know but just talk about that that individual don't bring anything else but other than that he's he's good he's green light for me i don't know man and like the last thing i was reading up on sports this week so not too long ago, Kobe Bryant's um, estate and Nike broke ties on the Kobe brand of shoes. And I was just reading today that there's a Mambasita line that's coming out. It starts um, promoting its stuff May 1st, which is approaching soon. So it's nice to see that, like, you know, one of the bigger entities, I guess, with Nike, you can see them stepping aside and building their own brand. Hopefully something starts a whole wave of other athletes, maybe just, you know, take standing aside from the big companies that they sign with and then building their own brand. Do you have any like opinions on this or did you even see this news? Yeah. Well, you know, Kobe is my favorite player. You know, you see my fantasy picture. It's Kobe, right? We're in the infinity gauntlet. Uh, and it's really sad what happened to him, his daughter, and those other uh, people on the helicopter. It's sad, um, you know. But I, I, I completely understand where Vanessa's coming from with this because she did mention that Nike wasn't doing their best job when it came to producing uh, the Kobe shoes. And you know what? When I go to Foot Locker's, you rarely see uh, Kobe's. You'll see Jordans. You'll see some LeBrons, but you won't see Kobe shoes. They don't produce it at the level that we would like it. Now, yes, a lot of people are a little uncomfortable with his shoes because they are more low cut and you want that ankle support. But you got to remember, there's a lot of basketball players that are currently play in the NBA that really idolize Kobe and respect him and wear his shoes. Um, so, And I, I really, think his shoes are him and Kyrie's shoes other than Jordan's are like the best shoes when it comes to playing basketball, in my opinion, maybe Paul George's and KD's too. I would say Giannis. I, well, Oh, best to play in to play in. Yeah. 
play in. Okay, I thought you were talking the, the look. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you there. Um, but just I I hope things work out. I hope some of the players, once they start releasing uh, the new Kobe's, I hope some of the players start to wear them and give them a, a bigger and a great push uh, yeah. for their uh, mass production. That would be cool to see, man. Like, again, I, I feel like a lot of these athletes, like once you reach a certain point, you can step aside and do your own thing. It may be costly at the start, but like the outcomes could be very beneficial to you. So uh, like, I, I hope this is a good first step. And the brand is Mamba yeah. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Maybe WNBA teams and stuff like that will be wearing it too. My question is a lot of players respect uh, Kobe. Now they do have shoe deals. Like I'm looking more at LeBron. LeBron's with Nike. Kobe, Kobe's uh, estate has broken tides with Nike. Now, if they ever celebrate Kobe, I think a great way to celebrate Kobe would be wearing his shoes. Would Nike allow LeBron to wear the new Kobe's? That's what I really want to know. I don't know how these shoe deals work, man. Like, I, I'm assuming if there was Kobe's shoes, no. Or at least he wouldn't be caught on camera with it. That'd be a bad look. <laughs> But um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I want to see how they would handle it. And I don't think they'd handle it nicely, especially the fact that he left them. I, I, I highly doubt that he would be rocking it, but that can't stop. Maybe his daughter, his wife, who knows, you know, like even his sons, they don't have shoe deals, so they can do whatever they want. Uh, it's probably in his contract. The whole family has to wear. <laughs> you know, but like it just got me thinking, like what shoes are your favorite shoes? Just like in general, it doesn't have to be ball shoes. Like of all the shoes that you've ever worn, rocked. Uh, my favorite. Ooh, Ron. Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, I gotta go with Crocs. Wow, Crocs. Oh my God, my fiance yeah, is gonna lose her shit if she hears this. <laughs> Crocs. Those are my house slippers. My my girlfriend doesn't like to see me wear them in a house because like they're plastic, right? And she's yeah. like, why are you wearing plastic house slippers? And I'm like, yo, they're comfy. They got the holes. So you got the AC. You got the wind coming in and out, in and out. You know, your feet aren't sweaty and sticky and slimy because of the feet sweat. So, yeah, I, yeah. I love Crocs. My boy has been trying to get me and my fiance on it. I actually tried them on in the shoe store, like when everything was a little bit more open. And I actually really thought they were all right. I just couldn't find the proper sizing. So I am looking at getting some. We'll see, man. I'm getting older, you know, so that, that's, that's the old man shoes. Um, what, what, what are yours? My favorite shoes? I like Chuck Taylors, man. Like, honestly, mm. I've had so many pairs of those, like low cut, high cut. Like, I just love them, man. Those are my favorite by far. And um, as I've been getting older, I've just been wearing a little bit more Adidas, Adidas light racers, like stuff like that. Just like light shoes for walking, running. Those are those are my two shoes. But Chuck Taylor's for sure. Ron, I was capping. I, I'm, a, I'm a Nike guy. Sorry. Bro, why are you like what? what so what shoe? Like, just tell me the shoe. Who's my the favorite ball? My favorite shoe were by Nike Elites. Um nike elites uh they were amazing to play basketball in they and what i loved about them was that they had for a period of time it was just year after year they were coming out with different nike elites and you knew if somebody had on nike elites 
they could ball. Their feet were comfortable. So you got to watch out for those guys. So why are you wearing them? Why, why am I? Yeah, you said guys that wear them could ball. So why are you wearing them? Yo, Ron, Ron, you, Ron, we're gonna have our own boxing match, eh? Nobody wants to watch that. No, oh, no, I could, I could get people. Don't worry. When, nah, yo, man. This is what I'm gonna say, you guys. When we get to, when our Instagram account gets to 300 followers, <laughs> we will have Ron and I will have a boxing match, bro. Right, Just stop lying match. to these people, man. No, Ron, I, I kid you not. We'll we'll wear a helmet. We'll wear all the protective gear, and we'll box. We'll do probably let's say three rounds. No, three rounds, three rounds, four minutes each. No, what 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 do you mean three Sorry. rounds, four minutes each? Have you ever watched a boxing match in your life? No, Ron, this is the exhibition match. So this guy wants to do UFC rounds, eh? Let's let's go see. Ron, Ron's <laughs> yeah, just of me, I'm scared, man. Let's, I'm let's scared. Get it. Okay. He he don't he don't want to he doesn't want none of this the the these these uh these bazookas you know the pow pow. Yeah, you just gotta stop, man. That's you you know it's not happening, man. Just relax. Why are you watching me right now? This man's just grilling me. You 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 think you think that you're irritating me? No, you're not. Don't worry. Yo, you guys, I'm living his head rent free. Yo, honestly, when this is done, you're not in my head. Right, Yo, know, I see you watching again. You're hurting. You're hurting. Yo, I know that I'm living in your head. You keep talking about fantasy. So I know I'm in your head right now. You're, you're, you're game planning you're, for me. You're game planning for I'm me. Not, so can you imagine if you knew you were going to fight me? <laughs> Yo, you'd oh, be thinking about it. Food. All right, man. <laughs> Yo, Steve Harvey. Like eating Timbits light. Yo, Steve Harvey. Yes. I saw this video not a, a while ago. I don't know how long ago it was, but I saw it and you reposted it or showed me um, about Stephen Harvey's comments about men having female friends. Basically, his take is that the only reason most males are friends with women is the hopes of getting with them. Do you have any views on this, my friend Mike? I, I, I agree with him. I you really do you believe that like 100% of the time? Oh, uh when push comes to shove, yes. I'm I'm talking about for I'm not talking about myself. I'm different. I'm a different breed. So then I'm why are you saying 100%? I guess 99.9999999999. But yeah. You know, but for everybody else, yes, I agree. I think if push comes to shove, if your back's against the wall, uh they will crack under pressure. It's I see it like this, Ron. If if a guy is dating a girl and the girl has a man friend, you know, it could either go two ways with the guy. The guy can either he'll he'll just be upset and cause more of a toxic environment, or he can say, Hey, you know what, you got you got a male friend? All right, I'm gonna have a female friend. And then they try to continue to try to up one person. Oh, you know what? You chilled with this guy till 10. I'm going to chill with her till 1. Oh, you chilled with her till 1. I'm going to chill with him till 3, 4 o'clock. Oh, you chilled out so late. I'm going to sleep over. So I just feel like they're always going to try to one-up each other. So this is why I feel like, yeah, Steve, Steve Harvey has, you know, once there's problems, 
that's when all the trouble kicks in. So I agree with him. I feel like it comes down to maturity and your options. That's basically what it comes down to. Somebody like a Stephen Harvey or Steve Harvey, he's more notable. Like a lot of people know him. So there's a high chance if he has a lot of female friends, I would assume that there are going to be some of them that are attracted to him. So for him, it may not be easy for him to have female friends. But I feel like when I say maturity, it just comes down to the person. If you're the type of person, you know, that can exercise some sort of, um, I guess, discretion where you're just like, okay, you know what, we're friends, this is what it is. Same thing for like a woman, like just there's ground rules. You guys respect each other, respect each other's partners, all of that. I think there's no problem with having female friends. Like, for example, do you not have female friends at all? You know, Ron, what I'm about to say, you're going to think I'm lying, but I actually don't have female friends. You have absolutely none. You've never had any no, in your I life. Have, to, or have beef, I have what? female coworkers. Mm-hmm. I have female coworkers. I have uh, female neighbors. And I have females. I have my boys' sisters or cousins. But that's it. Okay, so then now my next question is, what constitutes a friend for you? Like, what Someone traits that, does your friend have or, like, what characteristics would you need f- to consider somebody to be your friend? Someone that you can talk to when you're down or celebrate when you're on your highs. Someone that you could cry with. Someone that you can laugh with. Someone that you constantly message and keep in communication with. Um, someone that you will keep forever and ever and ever. Someone that you can build with and someone that you can grow with. Okay, so for me, like being friends with somebody is a little bit similar. Like obviously we have to forge like a, some sort of relationship. We have to communicate with each other to some degree. But like with me, I don't find that I communicate with my friends every single day unless if we're in a group chat. That's different. Yeah. But like for the most part, like my friends, some of them I just talk to them once, two, three times a year if anything, and I still consider them to be friends. And that's why I feel like personally, you can't have female friends. Obviously, there's certain things that if your partner doesn't feel comfortable with them, you probably shouldn't be doing with a female if you're a male. I I think that that should be fair. Mm -hmm. But like at the end of the day, man, like in my opinion, I feel like if you set the ground rules, if you guys are both respectful and understanding, then it's all good. Like, I don't know what it is because I feel like we're getting into a point when it comes to a lot of these things that, like, we're kind of, like, we're boxing ourselves in too much. Like, like everyone is one way. Everyone feels that one way is the best way to live. And anyone else that's doing something outside of that, they are, uh, like, you know, they're doing something wrong. Like, I have, like, females that, like, I do talk to, like, I have friends that are females too. So it's just like, I know that my relationship, because I'm in a, like a relationship too, I'm not going to, you know, communicate with them in the same way that I communicate with my partner. You know, it doesn't make sense to do that. But I still, you know, ask them how they're doing. If they want to meet up, obviously with COVID, you're not meeting up with anyone, but I entertain that. And then the rest of the girls that I interact with are obviously all friends, partners, or like sisters, sisters, friends, like 
fiancés, friends, that type of stuff, family as well. Ron, as you, your famous quote, don't open up Pandora's box. Don't yeah. have female friends. Hey, man, I guess, but then realistically, anything can happen at any time. Like, even like, you, you uh, know, anything can happen. Yeah, but, you know, that's why you don't have, you remember, you got to limit the risk, okay? Limit the risk. Don't open up Pandora's box. That's fair. You know, don't open it up if you can't control your urges. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wink, wink, Mike. I know you're watching me. I see you. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm not trying to get you in trouble. It's Dude, all fun God. and games, man. It's all fun and games. I'm trying to throw you off for a fantasy matchup, potentially, next week. You see how he keeps bringing up fantasy, you guys? <laughs> all right. Cool, 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 cool. He keeps bringing it up, not me. Yeah, to be honest, I think I want to play you more because I know if I beat you, it'll hurt more. I know it will hurt more. Like, Chris, he has three championships. He's all good. You, if I beat you and stop you from getting your second, yeah, I see you shining your, your bald head right now, man. This guy, <laughs> ew, it's all the sweat, eh? You're trying to glisten your head, eh? Hey, man. Hey. <laughs> Yo, it is but, what it is at the end of the day. This guy, man, I know I'm ready, but Joe Biden, Jeez, man, this guy is all over the place, man. He's talking so... He talks about a lot of things. I find he it does. weird. Like He's not focused. Yeah, he's all over the place, man. Like, what was it? A couple of months ago, this guy was talking about how Putin is a killer. Now he's denouncing um, or calling an attack on Armenians in the Turkey. And I think it was 1950. He's calling it a genocide. He's made comments about white supremacist groups, comments about transgender, Asians. Am I missing I somebody, feel... Mike? <laughs> and and blacks. And blacks. <laughs> but what is he like? Like, it seems like he's making all these moves. He's talking about all these things. But like, there's not much action behind what he's saying. I, I like the fact that he's, you know, he's remembering history and he's even though things happened long ago he's still saying it's wrong i like that you know don't get me wrong. and that that makes but, sense but my whole issue with him is yo you have a really really big issue in your home before you go and you try to fix up somebody else's home you need to fix your own home first he did say that one of the greatest terrorist groups is white supremacy that's what he said out of his own mouth. He said that. So, But you're going to try to deal with other people's problems. Yes, I understand you're the leader of the free world, right? But No, no, of USA, man. We got to stop this. Well, you know, you pretty much know if you're the president <laughs> of the United States, then, you know, you, you like the world leader pretty much. Um, but he just got to come on. Like, you deal with the stuff at home first. Right. Deal with these things. And then once you fix it again, nothing's going to be perfect. But for the shape that America's in right now, come on, you got to make it a whole lot better before you go out there and try to save the whole world. I feel like you're remembered by the things you execute on. Like he just needs to do a little bit more executing of things, promises that he was making. Like I am particularly targeting his commentary about blacks 
I remember uh, yeah. what, on Breakfast Club, he made the comment, if you don't vote for him, then you're not black. Or the Democratic Crazy. Party. Like, for him to say that to black people. Now, in my mind, that means that when he gets into office, he's going to start executing things for black people. Obviously, he should do it for everyone, but he said that specifically. So then that means that they're the party for black people. So if black people are complaining about the same thing, for how many years now like what 400 years maybe yeah like yeah at what point do you plan on addressing it because they're still complaining about it now people are protesting marching you know the shootings the com like people are actually talking about this and still no execution yet we need to start seeing some more execution and i know we're not even american but like we see it all over, like we get a lot of American media. So we hear all the stuff that's going on. Something needs yeah. to be done well, about gotta, this. You got to remember as Canadians, right? It's a ripple effect, right? What shakes up in America shakes up with, it has a, has an effect on us as well. Um, but you know what? He's a few months in, he's doing a lot of talking, but I need to see more action. So Let's go. Remember, this guy, he definitely wants to do a second term. So don't they all? We need to see some action. We definitely need to. And I don't want it to be like a typical politician where it's his last year. He said he'll <laughs> do this. He said he'll do that if he's reelected. Like, I don't want to hear none of that. His his pitch for the voters uh, when he's running for a second term should be, look at what I've done. And I'm not even done yet. That should that should be his his slogan. I'm not even done yet. That that'd be uh, a nice but, slogan. That that would be right. One. Like actions speak louder than words. Like you don't don't get me wrong. He's a great spokesperson, but I need to see some action now. Yeah, but do you think that um, Doug Ford and Justin Trudeau have a chance? Listening to what you're saying, so let me give you a hypothetical. Lockdown ends. Next year, there's an election. Do you think they get reelected? Um. Oh no, 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 for sure not. Like remember, neither of this them. This is Trudeau. No, neither. Interesting. I man. think I think it it it's not fair that because I'm telling you right now, and you could put any other party, any other uh, uh, politician in their seats from a different party. And it would have been this. I personally feel like it would be the same results, um, but it's it, it it sucks to be honest. Like, you know, Ron, if I was in their seats, you know, we everybody has said, oh, let's do this, let's do that. But if we were in their seat, we would have a different approach to everything. Um, so I don't see them being reelected. I'm not saying no, but if I had to bet money on it, not nah, they're not winning. But what if, like, everything goes back to normal next year before the election? Do you see it still or just no outright? There, there has been too many. It's like it's it's like an open wound. And it's no, it's not even an open wound. Sorry. It's a scar. Like, a scar can heal, right? It'll close. It'll stop the bleeding. But there's still a mark there. Like, a lot of these business owners, a lot of individuals that haven't been able to travel, um, they're going to hold him accountable. So he needs to... The only way is that he needs to come back and he needs to do something big, like end the, the lockdown completely and give everybody like two grand. <laughs> then he'll probably have a chance. Wait, 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 wait. 
end the lockdown and give everybody two grand. That's yeah, your solution. And I'm like, even if even if someone has an infant, still give the infant two grand. Like everybody, kids that are underage, adults, seniors, you know, give everyone two grand, and I guarantee you, they'll be like, oh, you know, this guy's like, you know how um. Some Isn't that of, considered a bribe? No, no, no. It's called. It's called. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's called a sorry gift. Yeah, man. You are living in Wonderland right now. He could. He could do it. Him and JT, <laughs> Justin Trudeau, they could talk about it. Yo, give everybody two grand each. We're gonna end end the lockdown now. We could be reelected, and then they'll be okay. like, "Oh, true, true." Roger, hold on, hold on, hold on. If they ended the lockdown next uh, in three weeks, and then you got a check, you, your fiance, everybody in your family got two grand. You're telling me you want to reelect those guys? You wouldn't have been like, okay, you know what? They, what they did, they were a little, eh, but at the same time, they didn't know what they're doing. You wouldn't have more compassion to those guys? Nope. Cap. Nope. I would not reelect them. I wouldn't do any of that, man. Nope. All right. All right. We'll see. This we'll whole see thing's who... been a mess, man. Like, finally, vaccinations are open to people that are younger, man. So, like, hopefully that'll just rectify this. But I don't foresee them opening up fully soon. I just hope they do. Like, that's all I can do right I, now, I man. June. If it's open by June, I'll be excited. But we'll see. We will see indeed. Mm-hmm. Man. I, like COVID is just cheesing me, but like there's something else that's cheesing me. I saw something about um, elephants in Zimbabwe. So due oh, to the fact, bro, I love elephants. And this is something that I saw and it actually pissed me off. So in Zimbabwe, they have safaris. Like people typically go there for traveling. They see the animals, elephants. So now because of COVID, like, obviously, people aren't traveling as much. What they're doing now is they're selling hunting rates for the elephants. So I believe it was 650 elephant hunting rates were sold in Zimbabwe. And these animals are basically endangered. I don't understand what's going on here. Like, I guess, like, I don't know the state of their economy. I don't know how big of an impact the tourism had, but, like, the hunting of already an endangered species, to me, that's that's troubling, man. It's very troubling. We need to start, we need to try to preserve some of these things, especially the things that are dying. We're already killing them by, you know, populating, like, um, over, or building homes over, like, their territory. And now this, ridiculous. Ron, everything is a business at the end of the day. You know, everything is a business. Um, so even like even marriage has its business perks, right? The churches, right? Religion, they all have they're all a business or they have some type of business perk. Um, and I guess the a the government allowed it. I, I have a strong feeling that they do have uh you know, they do have specialists that would advise, okay, you know, we can, even though these animals are in danger, we can somehow set a mark of how many animals they are allowed to hunt, still preserve the animals, but still make money off of it. Because, you, Rod, you got to remember, regardless, these hunters 
are still going to hunt, right? But now you're at least able to make some type of revenue for it, which the, these countries need. Um, yes, it, you know, the elephants are beautiful creatures. You know, when I go to African Lion Safari, um, I, I understand you don't, you know, people have their views on zoos and stuff like that. But, you know, They're when the I worst see these places. I, I heard, I heard, I heard, like, you know, the way how they keep them in capti- captivity. But When you're an adult, on, when I, you go to a zoo, it's the most depressing place you'll go. You just got to look in the animal's eyes. They're not happy. It's ridiculous, Well, man. they're doing all the tricks. They're doing oh the tricks. <laughs> and, they, and, they, and they get fed, like, when they do a trick. So I'm assuming it's kind of like pet owners We're, with, like, dogs and cats. Were you like, okay, so when the COVID lockdown happened and you were told to work from home, told you can't go here, told you can't go there, how did you feel about it? Uh, I didn't really like it. Okay, so now imagine the same thing happens to you, but then you get shipped all the way across the world to a place where you're unfamiliar and you're alone. How would you feel no. about it now? But those animals are never alone, though. They have others. Some of them are alone. I think I think they're fine. I, from my from what I see, I think they're fine. I think you know they they get fed very well. Remember their life expectancy. When you're in a zoo, rather than living in a wild, you you get more years living in a zoo than living in the wild. Are you sure about that? Yeah, because you're hunted by those animals. At least. What about things like quality of like? They have space. You know how much space an elephant needs to roam? They need a lot more space than they're given. And even with like birds, like owls and stuff, like they're locked up in cages, like eagles. You can go to the zoos and see these animals. They don't get to move. Like, where are they flying to? This is ridiculous. Ron, this is this is where I'm going to call you out on something. I This is why I think these animals are good. When I'm at the, when I'm at the zoo animal kingdom in disney world or african line safari and they're doing the bird show right and they have the birds out there and they tell the birds fly away and they tell the birds to come back why don't those birds just fly away they always come back so because they've been trained they've been trained to do that why don't they do that with like tigers and lions because there's a high chance they'll go away some of them do but you got to remember like a bird is not going to kill someone like a tiger. So I think it's just an eagle can. I'm pretty sure it can. Have you seen how big an eagle eagle can get? These things are big. For sure. You're not making a good case. But, and remember what you said. You said that you didn't like the lockdown. So Mike, I never want to hear you complain about the lockdown. You're still fed. You still get paid from work. You still get to go some places. It's okay. Do not complain about the I lockdown then. You see, you're good, man. And I got you got Netflix. Netflix. See, you got all that. The elephants don't have Netflix, and people are trying to kill them. I don't know. I, I, I feel weird, man, but, like, I just don't, like, I read it, and it just, like, it made my heart sink. I have a soft spot for elephants. They're my favorite animal. And when I see this foolishness, it just doesn't make me feel good at all. So you, I just wanted to touch guys, on it. Just watch this. Watch this. Watch this. So, Ron, do, do you eat chicken? Bro, you know that I've tried to become a vegan. It's not easy because I'm used to eating so much meat. So I've basically cut down on my meat consumption. I know I'm not perfect. 
So you're trying to make a point. Yeah, I'm not perfect. But hopefully I can reach a point where I'm not eating any animals. So what if what if tomorrow comes and they said, hey, uh, chickens are in, endangered. Are you going to stop eating chicken? Yeah, I would. No, he's not. Why would you ask me a question and then when I answer it, you tell me I'm lying? Isn't that considered cap, sir? You're capping, but hey, man, you do what you want to do. Yeah, man. But like, yeah, before we go, I just wanted to talk to you about the circle. I, I watched an episode and I kind of watched a later episode, one of the ones that released. And I, I realized that this season is a little bit more entertaining than it was last yes. year. So I'm actually going to watch it. Um, and then we, I guess we can have a full conversation on it because from what I saw, it was pretty enjoyable. Did you see? Did you see uh, the 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 cast? Yeah, I saw how they are, man. It's a very uh, interesting yeah. group of people. Yeah, I don't know was... this. This show is, it's interesting. It, it's definitely a little bit better than I was giving it credit for last week. This man was hating on me, man, hating. Yeah, but because now... you're out here. No, well, no, no. You gave a better review than me. Like you cut me off, which was very, very rude, and I was hurt, and then. Hi, my name is Ron, and The Circle is such an amazing show. This is a show where you are allowed to eliminate people. Like, that's what you did. Like, you gave a great, great overview. Like, you had two thumbs up. I I, I tried, man. I I feel that I was able to explain it because I actually watched it. But this year looks entertaining. It's an interesting Mm -hmm. show. I might as well watch it, you know. Like, I don't know what's going on now. Other Like, the weather is always so gloomy now, like... I don't even want to go outside. It's ridiculous. Jeez, Just man. Hurry, but up, you... hurry up and catch up, and then we could talk. <laughs> Yo, is there anything else you wanted to touch on, man? Nope, not at all. Just, you know, I'm really zoned in on fantasy right now. We'll see what happens in yeah. the next few days. We should have, like, a fantasy episode, man. <laughs> That'd we'll, be we'll, so... we'll do a fantasy episode once the season is over. If you and I make it to the finals, we'll do a fantasy episode and then we'll do like an episode um, on the last day with like the last. We'll see what t- what players are the our last player, because usually on the weekend there might be like a 10 p.m. Eastern time game. And so that means we'll do an episode at like 1130. <laughs> Yo, you're and then a weirdo, we get like man. live reaction. Yeah, this guy said live. Like, who do you think we are, man? I'm a star. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening. This is uh, episode three again. Yep. Um, follow us on KNN Pod on Twitter, KNN Podcast on IG. Support the cover artist and the music artist, my brother, Quincy mm. underscore Sebra on IG and tune in next week. Thanks for listening. One love you guys. One love. One love. One love. One love.